What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders, where there's scoops, there's fire. I am Adam Weiner, alongside fanside of MLB Insider Robert Murray, and this is the toughest, the best week of the year, the winter meetings. Robert is live right now from Nashville on the ground. I am holding it down on the home front, and we appreciate everybody joining us, but we appreciate most of all Robert hanging out because I know this is a tough one for you, so thank you so much for making time and for uh, helping our commenters out by answering some of their questions. Absolutely. I w- there's no place I'd rather be. And this is why I would come to the, come to the winter meetings is so we can do shows like this, bring you guys some information and who would have thought late last night, the Atlanta Braves do it again and make an absolutely crazy trade. Uh, I know we're going to be getting into that, but Adam Weiner, thanks for being here with me. How are you doing? Good, sir. Oof, of course I'm doing well. And we will definitely start with the Braves after I take care of business um thank you for being here with me uh, 11 a.m show eastern time thank you for the commenters showing up uh shohei otani's market potentially moving this week juan soto in the conversation of course as he's been all along what are the mariners up to is cody bellinger really asking for 250 million dollars will these winter meetings lay the groundwork or will they give us the fruits we've been waiting for for so long as every commenter is begging is hibernation jed hoyer awake we will try our best to answer all these questions today's show today's baseball insiders is sponsored by sleeper daily fantasy we are partnering with sleeper daily fantasy to give new users a first deposit match up to 100 dollars Make sure to use the code FANSIDED2, that's FANSIDED, and the number two when signing up to receive your deposit match. Please remember to always game responsibly. Scan the QR code on the screen right up there to see if you qualify. And if you have not joined us in the Discord channel yet by becoming a YouTube member, it has been mad active heading into the winter meetings. It will be active all week as well. That's where you can chat with Robert and I between shows, ask questions if you join uh, at the membership level, you can join the channel and chat with both of us. If you join at the all-star level, you get priority access questions in this chat as well. We're going to hit on some all-star questions later. And a uh, private call with us once a month to ask further questions, get some FaceTime uh, with both of us. But come on, with, with Robert, really. I'm just, uh, I'm a bro. So that's a great spot to be. I would agree. And especially here at the winter meetings, I will be actually like dropping stuff that I hear live from the winter meetings in the discord if that is further like 
I, I could not basically what I'm trying to say now is as good a time as any to join the discord. You will be the most informed fan in baseball. People who are in the discord can confirm that. Um, highly recommend, but we got a, we got an action packed show for you today. A lot of good nuggets. Uh, Adam, should we do this? Then? Let's do this thing. We'll do as much as we can before you got to go back for Buffalo wild wings lunch. Cause I know you ate that for breakfast. You told the discord. Great about. breakfast. Yeah, Great not, sure, not sure what that entails, but only Robert Murray and only Robert Murray could take us through the news that we've got so far. And we might as well start with the late night Braves Mariners bomb. Jared Kelnick goes to Atlanta. So do Marco Gonzalez and Evan White, who it's easy to forget. Evan White was making a good deal of money and now he is an Atlanta Brave. That frees up 20 million of salary Brian Windhorst memes abound last night. The Mariners need a third baseman, second baseman, left fielder. Got money to operate. Uh, I would say, for me, it feels like there are a lot of ripple effects of this deal. The Mariners have financial flexibility. The Braves have Jared Kelnick to put in a Dylan Cease trade. I'm just spitballing. What are the waves that you feel are emanating from this big old start to the winter meetings? Yeah, it's really... That was an interesting trade because I did not know that Kalanick was available until, well, that trade happened. And it was it, it was really interesting. And it was it was basically the Mariners dumping salary to give themselves some additional flexibility. The thing is, is I don't necessarily know how much money that they have available to spend because they have their, their winter so far has been shedding salary. It's been trading Eugenio Suarez to the Diamondbacks. And then it was yesterday's trade. Um, where they ended up setting three players to the Atlanta Braves. And the deal was basically to shed that salary. And for the Braves, it gave them a starting pitcher, gave them a really talented outfielder who has had one of the more bizarre starts of the, his career. He was such a highly touted prospect with the Mets. And then he was traded to the Mariners in the Edwin Diaz deal, which that was laughed at. Uh, and Brody Van Wagen was basically run out of New York because of that. Now it looks like they actually won the trade in New York. So, like, give them credit for that, I guess. But uh, now he's going to Atlanta. And as of right now, he is supposed to be their starting left fielder. and he, Or he's going to end up competing for the starting left field job with Von Grissom. Uh, two very talented young players. Um, but now for the Braves, I think it gives them so it gives them answers on that roster. And it also, I think really allows them to focus on adding some more pitching. Uh, and that's something that I've heard immediately here at the winter meetings is that the Braves are active after looking at a starting pitcher. Um, I don't necessarily know who they're targeting, but I think a name that makes a lot of sense there is Seth Lugo. Um, uh, I mean, there's plenty of other guys, but I think Lugo is a name that certainly makes sense. And the Mariners angle, you know, you mentioned they've got financial flexibility, but we're not sure how much. I think that's the question that's hanging over everybody's lips right now, because, yeah. uh, I mean, look, they've, they've got holes, right? They've, they've got Teoscar Hernandez-shaped hole. Jared Kelnick, they created a hole. Suarez, they created a hole. They've got Luis Arias and Josh Rojas at the top of their third and second base depth charts right now. Two players I think most national baseball fans weren't even aware the Mariners had. Like, Arias showed up a a week ago in a trade for a reliever with Boston. Like, these are not prime names for a team that recently went all in and extended Luis Castillo. So it's only natural that people start to go, 
all right, they're moving so much money off the deck. Is that a Juan Soto destination? They've got Brian Wu. They've got Miller. They've got top-level pitching that the Padres could be looking at. John Heyman brought that up last night and then sort of immediately recanted it and, and was like, eh, it might be a better Isak Paredes, Randy, or Rosarena spot. I don't know. What are the general vibes there? Is there any indication on how much money they actually want to use? See, I, I don't necessarily know the answer to that. And like I saw the the Juan Soto speculation there yesterday, and I don't think that's the direction that they're going to go in. Um, it's just it's really puzzling. And I know I've, I've I've talked about this before, but with the Mariners, it is watching what Jerry Depoto has done there and how it's gone from rebuilding to trying to contend and selling off and then rebuilding again and then rinse, wash and repeat, basically it would have me infuriated as a fan and it would like my patience would be wearing thin because he's been given so many bites of the apple and yet he has not really produced a contending team at all. Like they've gotten, they've gotten to the dance, but like they have never done anything to show for it. And like this to me, I don't know how many more chances he should have um, running the ship there. Like he's a very talented executive capable of making deals and like there's are plenty of deals I should say. Um, and the off season is far from over, but watching this happen again and knowing what the past results have brought would have me pretty disheartened as a Mariners fan. And this, the trade yesterday trading away Kalanick, who was supposed to be the face of their franchise and trading him away. in what was a salary dump deal would be a punch in the face. And that's just, it would be really frustrating if I was a Mariners fan. If DePoto and AJ Preller do get in a room together, you would have two of the primary apple biters and being like, you want to talk about taking bites of the apple. Those guys, they're, they're coring the apple. They're both just putting their big chompers on two sides of an apple and, and tearing it to pieces. Um, whether they talk or not, it's worth giving an update on where we stand nationally on Juan Soto. I see in the comment section, uh, John, hey, will Yankees overpay for Soto or will the Padres sober up? Hey, it's going to take a lot if they're going to be convinced to hand over Juan Soto. Mark Feinsand this morning said uh, after a weekend where the Blue Jays got their foot in the door that it feels like Yankees are bust this week. Brandon Cuddy of the Athletic last night said that the two sides after a stalemate where the Padres uh, tried to send Trent Grisham and Soto to the Yankees for seven top-level pitchers. Michael King, Drew Thorpe are in that ask, Clark Schmidt in the conversation, a lot of pitching prospects, that the impasse might end this week and they're actually going to talk in person again. Uh, so this is the most Padres news I can give. What are the What's the general feeling at the meetings about the Padres' willingness to engage and, and will this be a conversation that happens this week or are we going to have to keep waiting? Yeah, so I, I, first of all, when, when talking about Juan Soto here, I want to clarify what has been aggregated from our last show because what I said like has taken on a life of its own because I've been part of what I said was quoted on Twitter. And I want to clarify this is like the Padres, they have like, they, they're not inclined to trade Juan Soto. Like they don't need to trade Juan Soto, but a trade is I believe considered likely because of the amount of interest and the amount of teams that are motivated to get him. Um, but the Padres don't have to trade Soto um, and like they don't have to trade him. I do think he is probably traded in the end. And I think they're going to end up getting a pretty sizable haul in return, especially considering what they're asking the Yankees and some of these other teams in exchange for Soto. Um, 
And I would fully expect them with the money saved from Soto and investing it right back into the team. And whether it's three or four players, or maybe it's more, or maybe it's two really good players or, or whatnot. But I fully expect them to like once, or if they do end up trading Soto, investing it back into the roster. Like this is not a scenario in which the Padres are selling off and trying to like just shed payroll. They want to, they want to remain contending. They have a roster that's able to do that. Um, and it's not in AJ Preller's DNA to not try to win. I just want to make that abundantly clear, but I do consider a Soto trade likely. That I will say that. Absolutely. And uh, whether it's end of January, February, I mean, the precedent for these superstar contracts and, and trades, people are bringing up Francisco Lindor as an option, like as a precedent. And I think that's a fair one. We focused on Mookie Betts a lot just because. Yeah. Juan freaking Soto. I mean, like there's there's really very few comparables. So uh, you can hear both sides. People are saying, you know, oh, the Yankees shouldn't have to give up seven pitching prospects for a rental. But at the same time, what Padres fan looks at any package and thinks that's enough for Juan Soto? Um, you know, you see Alec Manoa's name thrown about. And if this was last year, then, of course, that makes sense. But at this point, when he refuses to report to AAA and gets rocked in the Florida Complex League, other fans from around the game are like, give me a break. Like that's better than, uh, you know, the, the Yankees package. I don't know that that's just, I think where we're at right now is a lot of frustration with hearing extremes from both sides, big leagues from both sides and very few teams throughout the league that have what the Yankees do to hop in and match up. The Red Sox are being floated um, in the comment section. Like I'm sure they would love to steal Juan Soto, but do they have the upper level pitching necessary? It's like the one thing they don't have, you know? So the, the Padres, you're right, do not have to shop Juan Soto, but would probably like a viable alternative to the Yankees to drum up the price. And that's why the resolution of Shohei Otani's market is so important here. All these Giants fans in the comments, they yeah. uh, heard tell of a meeting yesterday. Um, the more Otani suitors that believe they're still in, the Harder it is for the Padres to find a Juan Soto partner. Uh, so they don't want any teams eliminated from that chase anytime soon. No, exactly. And like and, and like two things here. Uh, one with Otani in that report yesterday uh, that he met with the Giants. I have not independently confirmed that. But it's like the, the reporter who reported that, Susan Slusser, she's, she's credible. She's plugged in, covers the Giants on a daily basis. Part of me wonders why that got out or how that got out considering any information involving Otani has been like, it's been treated like it's Fort Knox. It is extremely hard to come by. And it's, uh, it was really interesting that I ended up getting out. And then two with the, uh, the Padres and, and Juan Soto here is like, I want to like, we see the asking price now and we've seen what has been reported. That is part of, how this off, how to, how these offseason conversations go is you start really high in trade talks. You ask for a lot. And then as the negotiation happens, you come down a little bit. So right now it seems pretty unrealistic what they're asking for. I get it, but this is all part of the negotiation process and why at this point, nothing is close. The only thing that would make me skittish as a Yankee fan, like this is how negotiations work. But if this ask is being leaked to the press as like, hey, isn't this ridiculous? It's hard to have faith in Brian Cashman after his recent behavior at the GM meetings attacking this with a level head. Because clearly the Padres 
asking for seven players got out. Who put that out there? Probably not the Padres. So just doing some dot connecting. No, exactly. And 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 also one more thing. I see a lot of Angels questions here. Oh yeah. Um, I will. Uh, I'll leave you with this. I I'll have a little bit of news about the Angels here. Probably at some point today. It's nothing nothing earth shattering. I don't want to get any expectations up. Um, but it's a little something that I'll have. I don't know. Hopefully. Hopefully at some point today. I'm just waiting for the uh, waiting for the go text. So just stay tuned for that one. Today's theme probably feels like waiting for the go text. To be honest, like you're gonna have all your go text to send. No, it's crazy. Uh, there's uh, there's definitely some stuff that is brewing behind the scenes. That much I can definitely tell you. And there's, um, yeah, some very interesting ones. I my flight yesterday was packed uh, with agents, and you could hear about a bunch of different things that were in the works and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, very, very interesting, to say the least. Were they being careful on the plane, or were they just sort of like, yeah, I'll have another gin and soda. Like, my client Juan Soto has some very interesting opportunities ahead of him. Like, uh, how careful are they being? Uh, I mean, it was just general back and forth is how I'd put it. Yeah, just everyone yeah. trying to figure out what's going on around the league. And uh, just very thankful for those relationships. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But your boy yeah, gathered some intel on the plane yesterday, so that was good. <laughs> that's how it's done. And uh, that's what we're hoping to bring you all today. I'm going to go through some of the questions you're asking as well. Uh, you, a lot of people are just asking if their favorite executive is asleep. Um, so that's a tough one. I think most of them are probably awake at this point. Um, but we will uh, we'll get as much as we can for you. I'm going to go to an all-star question now first just to make it uh, – just get it going there. This is from our all-star subscribers. In the Discord, this is from Damien. It's sort of a more general question, but I wanted to shout it out as a jumping-off point. Um, he's asking what market you think will be most active during the meetings. I saw some speculation uh, from Mark Feinstein this morning about the reliever market. That feels to me like an easier spot for dominoes to fall, especially because all the starters are waiting on Yamamoto, all the offensive beggars are waiting on Otani. Reliever doesn't, you know, they've got Hater at the top of the market, but there's no. Uh, you know, they're not waiting on Yuki Matsui's posting to resolve itself. So that's what it reads to me like that market could move, uh, or at least a lot of people could get a lot of thoughts out. But what's your early read on that? Yeah, I would think it's going to end up being the starting pitching market and okay. like the, it, with a hint of the bullpen market as well. And I think what Feinstein said made a lot of sense that um, we, we could end up seeing some early movement. We've seen it in recent days, too. Uh, we've seen uh, Emilio Pagan. Um, go to the Reds. We've seen Joe Kelly um, sign a deal with the Dodgers. We've seen some other moves happen. Um, and I, I would fully expect that to continue here. I don't know if Hader goes off the market here in Nashville. Um, just I just know that the pitching market is extremely active. And we got guys like Seth Lugo, who's probably looking at a three or four year deal. We got Lucas G. Lito, who's looking at probably 20 million a year. Um, like a lot of these, a lot of these pitchers are. Um, getting a lot of interest in what the, the state of the um, the state of the pitching market right now is just I don't know if it's ever been more healthy and we've, we're going to see a lot of these deals that are going to be I think pretty eye opening numbers especially with Yamamoto I wonder what Blake Snell is going to end up getting because uh, I mean a frontline ace like that left hander uh, should do quite well um, and another guy that I've heard is quite popular on the market too is Sean Manaya. Um, I think he's probably looking at a two-year, two or three-year contract, um, maybe with an opt-out after the year one is what's uh, what's probably the most likely for him. I think it could end up being a healthy AAV. 
Um, so those are just some of the things to watch for here at the, at the start of the meetings. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. After we saw the uh, free agent lefty ace Blake Snell basically begging on on the primetime Seattle 49ers football game to come home to Seattle. Wouldn't it be nice if they used that surplus of money to help make that happen and facilitate that contract? I don't know. It's just it's standing. You sometimes wish baseball was just a nicer business where you're like, can you just make his dream come true? You have all this extra cash. I don't know. Yeah, you would, you would think, I mean, especially when you have a pitcher of that caliber, um, like doing like he wants, like he, if he's making it clear he wants to play in Seattle, you would think you would be able to like maybe even get him for a lesser deal than he would elsewhere, just because he like would want to go home. But with the Mariners, I, I guess you can't really, I, you, you just don't know what they're doing, especially with all the moves that they're making now. Um, just really, really confusing, really confusing. Hopefully less confusing by end of week, but probably not. A um, couple of huge names we touched on just to get through uh, requisite updates by end of the show. Uh, people asking about Yamamoto, of course, because he's holding up the starting pitching market. Uh, as Rosu said, that Susan Sluster column said the Giants might have an edge. There are rumors the Mets are willing to outbid everyone. There are rumors that Yamamoto is still the Yankees' top priority entering the meetings, which I guess is what you want to say if you're chasing Juan Soto but don't want to sound too desperate. What is the read? Obviously, that's not going to resolve itself this week. But is the current read just the same as it's been for weeks? Like, everyone's in. He's the number one most coveted free agent, and we'll see where the chips fall. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it's going to end up being here. And I I remember last year we heard the same things about um, the Giants and Aaron Judge and how there was at one point they were, like, starting to become more optimistic and Obviously, everything else that happened with that Aaron Judge Giant stuff last year, I don't want to get into that because Heyman's my boy. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I don't necessarily know if there's any team that has the edge quite yet, just because there are so many pitchers or so many teams that are like looking at Yamamoto. And you know, he's the Mets' number one target. He's someone that the Dodgers think really highly of. The Giants like him. There's a lot of teams that absolutely love them or love Yamamoto. And that deal could end up being probably 200 plus million bucks. Um, I think that's, I think that right now is the floor with how things are trending and how coveted he is. Um, and it's going to especially be tough considering, as I said, he's well, the Mets is like one of their top targets here and there's not any team that can outbid Steve Cohen. Like you can go to a level that other teams cannot. Um, I'm curious to see how much David Stearns who came from a, a team that is on a smaller market end is maybe going to help. Cohen not overspent for free agents, but everything that I've learned is that Yamamoto is firmly on the Mets' radar. So that I think that is certainly a team to watch. But as I said, there are so many other teams involved that you can't really predict anything at this point. 
Yeah, we know as of last night the Mets are going to get a meeting. That's a coveted first step. That's something the Yankees did not get in 2017 when they made the same declarations for Shohei. So don't discount the presence of a meeting. We'll see where it goes from there. Uh, The ceiling is the roof for Yamamoto's value. The ceiling is above the roof, according to the rumors for what Cody Bellinger is looking for. Uh, $250 million is still the reported ask yesterday from Bob Nightingale, which feels like a, a pretty solid way to ensure you don't sign at the winter meetings. But uh, is Bellinger going to be a domino here, or is he just on his own island? I, I, saw, I saw the report. I don't necessarily – I don't know if that's true. I don't that, – that's a high number, especially for a guy like Bellinger, considering okay. that – I mean, he was coming off of two really bad seasons with the Dodgers. And we're talking about a guy who was on the verge of getting a minor league deal if he ended up not performing with the Cubs. Then he's coming off of a really good year in Chicago. Um, and $250 million, I just I don't I personally don't see it. And if that is indeed his ask, he screams a guy that can end up being a guy that lingers in the market for quite a while uh, and ends up settling for another short term deal. Um Again, this is the time of the year where teams and agents ask for the moon for their players. Um, so perhaps that's the case of this. His agent is Scott Boris, so you know he's going to be trying for a lot of money. Um, but a guy like Bellinger, I, I, like, to me, like on paper, makes a ton of sense for like the Cubs, the Yankees, the Giants. But at two hundred fifty million, I don't know if any team would be willing to do that one. Cause that's just that's a lot of money for a guy that's only had one good season in the last three years. And considering his injury history as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a world-class time for him to enter free agency. We all know that. But that's true whether he gets $250 million, 200 or 150 Last year, he had to settle for this one-year deal. He has a great year in Chicago with somewhat shaky advanced metrics. And now he's going to cash in regardless. So if he has to wait, he has to wait. It is a Scott Boras client. Everybody knows it. Um the only team that I think we got to do specifics on because the comments are so hungry is the Chicago Cubs. Um, and I think the, the world was, uh, I think maybe we were anticipating a, gla- a glass now trade before now. I, I, I certainly maybe was expecting that to be the one that kicked off the winter meetings instead of, uh, I certainly didn't have my money on <laughs> Kelnick and Marco Gonzalez and the Braves going wild. But what's your read on Glassnow's market? Are the Cubs involved there? And uh, what are, uh, is, is Sleepy Jed taking off his uh, sleeping cap and, and getting to work? Yeah, okay. So I'm glad you said that about Sleepy Jed because <laughs> I've, I've gotten this this comment in the Discord a million times. I love times. this comment, yeah. And I've gotten I've seen it a bunch here in the in the YouTube as well. It's like the offseason has literally just started. <laughs> and the, the prices so far have been extremely, like, or the, the, the prices of the signing so far have been really high. And I know there's a lot of there's some of these teams that would not have done some of these deals. Um, so it's not necessarily a bad thing that Jed is staying out of the market and he's not done anything besides sign Ed, Edwin Escobar. Um, but I'll tell you, like, remain patient. Jed is is definitely talking a lot of stuff with Jed does not leak. It leaks for it does not leak for good reason because he does not like things getting out. Um, but rest be be very confident he is active behind the scenes because I, I, I don't like the hibernation Hoyer comments. Like they, they, yeah, I don't like them. Um, but as far as like Tyler Glasnow, they are involved in that. From what I am told, there are about six to eight teams that are involved in the Glasnow market. Uh, the Reds are in this thing. Um, there's a 
there's I can't I don't know the other teams, but I know those two teams are in. Um, and as of last check, which was yesterday morning, uh, a Glasnow trade was not close. Um, that could change, of course. And um, but the Cubs are involved there. And obviously, the other name that's been pretty highly mentioned in trade rumors here is Dylan Cease. I do think he'll end up going at some point. Um, th- I've seen the Braves speculation. Um, that to me doesn't make much sense. And I think Cease makes like on paper, great fit. Like they need an ace in, in Atlanta. They need another starting pitcher, but he's represented by Scott Boris and Alex Anthopoulos has a very slim history of working with Boris. He this just does not do it. And that to me, I, I think it's going to be in the, I think they're going to end up going in a different direction. As I mentioned before, um, I think Seth Lugo is a great fit in Atlanta. That would be a name to watch for sure. Um, but I just don't – I to me, and I could be wrong, I don't see Cease going to Atlanta. You heard it here uh, pretty declaratively. Um, well, there's no uh, better time to talk ball, arguably. Uh, there's no time with more rumors in the air. I want to make sure we empty that notebook before I sign off. Is there anything you're looking to touch on, Robert, that I haven't gone through yet? Um, other than, of course, as Jeremy is commenting, the Tar Heels win against Florida State on a Saturday afternoon, which 21 nothing run, pretty impressive in the second half. But <laughs> anything in the notebook that I uh, forgot to go over? Yeah, I would say, like, just firmly expect the starting pitching market to be the, the focal point of this. I know I mentioned it earlier, but everything that I have heard is that the starting pitching market, ranging from the top guys all the way down, is active. And that like one of the teams that I know is like firmly active in looking for starting pitching that has not gotten that much publicity in doing so as the pirates. Um, they've been, they've been pretty active in those parts. Uh, I know they're going to be meeting with a bunch of different agents here at the, at the winter meetings uh, looking for pitching. So that's something to watch for. Um, but yeah, that's, I'll, I'll tell you that the prices for the pitching is going to be pretty eye opening. I think it's certainly something that, um, is, is going to end up getting a lot of attention by the end of the week. And as far as the, like one last thing that I want to end up mentioning here is with the Otani and the Braves stuff. I, I just don't see it. They no, I, I don't see that at all. And I, I know there's been rumors about Otani being intrigued by Atlanta. Like who wouldn't be intrigued by Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued by a, they're a really freaking good team. And like they're young, they're talented, they're always contending. Like Shohei Otani wants to win, and I would be intrigued by them too if I was Otani. And yeah, I just, I, I just don't think that's that fit's going to happen. Though no. I just, I kind of like toss that one to the side. Um, and then the last one, I'll, I'll answer here about the Rangers is I don't necess- I don't think they're going to end up being in on the the Otani sweepstakes anymore. Um, I do think that a guy that makes a whole lot of sense for them is Josh Hader. Mm. Don't necessarily know if they're in that market, but um, I think that is one that I've heard from plenty of scouts. That's a fit. And maybe it's one to watch. I don't know, but I just know scouts think that it's a really good fit there. Um, So I guess we'll see. I like the fit too. Although, like you said, the thesis statement so far of this year's winter meetings is you will be surprised at how high the prices are for fill in the blank, whatever thing you're talking about. It yep. will be expensive. Very expensive, especially with, with starting pitching and pitching in general. It is, it is the prices are going to be very high. And 
I'll even tell you, like, because I, I, I have not confirmed this on my end, but I saw Jim Bowden say that Joe Kelly's deal with the Dodgers was for eight million bucks. Mm-hmm. That was more than I expected. I expected it to be less than that. So if Joe Kelly, who was not or who was had his option to climb for nine and a half million, got one got a one million dollar buyout. So I basically that saved the Dodgers five hundred thousand dollars. That to me was a just I don't know. That was a, a lot higher of a price than I expected, but I don't know. $500,000 could buy you one 384th of a Shohei Otani. I need to check my math there, but it does feel like, a, yeah, what a, what a nominal saving. That does very little. No, exactly. Exactly. But man, oh man, I, I just know, I know it's going to be active here. I would just, I would just get ready. It's going to be a very fun next three or four days. I will, I will tell you that from everything I've gathered, there should be a, a good amount of movement here. Well, the market's hot. We're laying the groundwork. Uh, it's the top level of spice at Buffalo Wild Wings, not the mild as far as it, it you know, it feels so far. Um, thanks for taking some time out of your day to keep us posted. Thanks for doing the show. As always, uh, this is my favorite week of the year, and it's only uh, it only gets better when we get to work together and put on a great show for everybody. Uh, Sleeper Daily Fantasy. The code is fansided to the QR code is right on the screen. Enter that to see if you're eligible. Join the Discord if you haven't. Uh, whether you join at the uh, first level or at the all-star level, you will get awesome access to Robert and myself and the rumor mill throughout the week, throughout the entire offseason. Uh, Robert Murray, thanks for uh, thanks for being you, man. This is a, a joy to do with you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thanks, everybody, who tuned in. Uh, active comment section today. We love that. Um, now it's time for me to go eat, eat a little bit more and then head over uh, start meeting with some sources and again, stay tuned to the discord channel. Cause I'll be dropping stuff in there live, uh, from the winter meetings. Joanne just put the the link in the discord, uh, in the, in the comments here. So make sure to join that. Um, going to be plenty active in there as, as active as I can be. Absolutely. And you've done more than enough so far. We'll see what we can get you guys in the audience for the rest of the week too. Maybe some guests hopping on with me, maybe me and my Yankees co-host, uh, if Yankees news breaks and the dam overflows, you might get us on this channel. We're going to try to get you as much content as we possibly can uh, with Robert on the ground doing the dirty work. So we appreciate everyone in the comment section for joining us. Members, non-members, you people uh, are the ones who fuel this show. We love you all. Uh, for Robert Murray, I am Adam Weiner. We will see you throughout the week. Stay tuned, my friends. Absolutely. And I appreciate everyone who tuned in. And thank you, everybody. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.